there, there are answers like, that's horrible, this is great, you know what I mean? It's not an exact science. I would say that diet soda is probably just as bad as regular soda. Hey guys, welcome back to Off The Gram, the show where we bring you straight into the trenches with us to help you live your best life, channel your inner girl boss, and navigate the ever-changing landscapes of wellness and social media. Hi guys! Oh, hi! hi. Yeah. So today, I am so excited about our guest, <laughs> Dr. Roshini Raj! Hello. She is amazing! Dr. Roshini Raj is a board-certified gastro... Oh, oh my gosh, can you please say that word? Gastroenterologist. It's a sister, but you can say GI, that's also fine. Well, GI is how I refer to it, but okay, gastroenterologist. We can all learn something new. Something different. Oh, <laughs> probably what my kids call it. The rear admiral. Oh, oh I like that. Yes. Okay. Use that. Thank you, mate. You're welcome, Dr. Raj. Well, she's a board-certified GI and internist with a medical degree from NYU School of Medicine and an undergraduate degree from Harvard, so she's really dumb. <laughs> she is an attending physician at NYU Medical Center, Tisch Hospital, and an associate professor of medicine at the NYU School of Medicine. She has a special interest in women's health and cancer screening and has published several research articles on colon cancer screening. Dr. Raj is the Good Day New York medical correspondent on Fox 5, a Today contributor, and the medical editor of Health Magazine. She also contributes regularly to Dr. Oz, CNN, FNC, Inside Edition, and several other national shows and networks. In August 2010, she released her first book, What the Yuck? The Freaky <laughs> and Fabulous Truths About Your Body, which totally is why we are having you on today. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Oh, it's such a pleasure. Yay. Happy to be here. And I know we've met so many mm-hmm. years ago, but then I follow you on Instagram, so I feel like I'm totally up to date on everything. <laughs> your kids and your life. Yeah, we met so on that. I'm so excited to be back. I'm so excited to be here yeah. with you. And we met on that Varia Living Show, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You were doing yoga and yeah, awesome yeah. things. You're doing I was always doing yoga. And, yeah, I know. Was I, am I ever not doing yoga? <laughs> and then I did your Tula video. Yes. So, Dr. Raj, for some reason, it's not in your bio. Yeah. Why is that? (laughs) What is happening? So, so I have a probiotic skincare line called Tula. Thank you. We are huge Uh, Tula fans. Yay. (laughs) So, yeah, I launched it with two co-founders about five and a half years ago, and... We're doing great. Um, we're really excited to bring products that help, you know, women balance their skin. It's great for sensitive skin. We have now some acne products as well. Um, it's all about healthy, good bacteria for your skin, balancing your skin's microbiome. And we've had a tremendous response. People's skin, skins are really responding to oh, the Your skin looks pretty. Yeah, amazing. Your skin is amazing. I appreciate it. So if you aren't the poster child, no one yeah. is. And I'm 47. <laughs> just want to put it out there. Uh, wait, oh, wait. Three, seven, or four, seven? Four, seven. Oh, you guys, God, if you're no. not watching this, Dr. Raj looks like she's 20. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, it's been wonderful to create a product that, you know, I never thought I'd be in the beauty world. It was never my passion. Um, but then I was thinking about, well, what really gives women confidence and makes them feel good about themselves? I was getting older, and I was like, it's our skin. It's like that outward-facing, you know, presentation of ourselves. So I'm so thrilled to be part of this amazing journey and so many other journeys, which we'll talk about yeah. today. Yeah. Fabulous. I mean, as I age, my skin is the one thing. I never had to, like, even focus on my skin yeah. when I was younger. Yeah. And now I do. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like, it really threw me for it's a like one day it just happened. Yeah. Yes. Like, oh, because yes. I didn't this have a now. skincare <laughs> regimen. Like, I, I right. did, I washed my face with soap, a bar of soap oh. in the shower. Like, yeah. Dove soap. I never I had a my problem. Mom. Dove soap. Yeah. And as you age, wow. 
Yeah. Wow. It's definitely time to think about it. Prevention is great, but it's never too late to start taking care of your skin. Amazing. Well, we have a couple of things we do just to kind of kick off the show every week. And first things first, we have a little, just like a weekly catch up. So Christine, I know you had something in mind. Yes, I did. Well, it has to do, yesterday sucked. (laughs) It was cold. It was rainy. It was wet. And I feel like, I don't know if this happens to you guys, but I am so affected by not only the weather, but also the uh, daylight savings yes. makes it just throws me for a loop. Yeah. So I am like Miss Energy. I run. I do everything, all the things, and I just I never get in a funk except when, especially in the winter and when it's cold and wet. I'll, I usually run outside and right. I you know brave all the elements. But some, something happens and I just like I'm like oh I'll skip it today or uh, I feel a little sick today when, and it never fails whenever it's rainy, wet, and cold. It just yeah. affects me and I know it's a mental thing and I know I just have to like you know get over that. But what do you do? You guys have like. What's your trick to get over that? <laughs> Besides that, or I know you have a light. Yeah, about it's this tiny. I have a blue light. I have from, it's like Philips. Like I, cause I was like super, super duper affected when we moved actually down to financial district because mm-hmm. there's just less light yeah. there. Um, there's just a lot less light. And like the first apartment we had down there was now our apartment's a lot better. Like, uh-huh. you know, like my is much better. I do have a dark but apartment. Yeah. It, mine was very dark. The first apartment we had down there and I was so depressed. I was so depressed when we moved there and I like reached out to everyone I knew that had anything to do with like, de- you know, psychology. And, um, I was like, how can I combat this? You know, there's just no natural light and I'm like really feeling this and blah, blah, blah. And, um, so several people actually that I really trust and respect and admire, um, one of whom was actually my na- my au pair when I was a kid. Oh, mm-hmm. We're still in touch. She's oh. a doctor in Denmark now. Oh, wow. And um, she said that in Denmark, people sit at breakfast. Apparently, they eat cereal there. That's what she says mm-hmm. for breakfast. And they have a blue light in front of them for breakfast. Really? And so, she, right? Is it weird? So here's my question. Like, is that... Like, I would have to get over the weirdness of having this light next to me on a table. So, <laughs> I don't believe in anything. Okay. Like, that anything's going to work. Right. I don't believe anything's going to work. That's not my thing. So, like, I'm not a good placebo girl. Okay. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, this won't work. I'm like, so... Skeptical. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Very skeptical. And day... I want to say, like, day three of using this for breakfast, like she mm-hmm. told me to, um, I was walking down the street and, like, I just felt happy. Hmm. For no reason. Hmm. And it was a feeling that was foreign because I'd been in such a funk and I was so depressed. Yeah. Dr. Raj, can you break it down for us though? Because I know there's something called sad or seasonal affective disorder. Exactly. When is it sad? Yeah. And when are you just feeling just a little sad? Like what's the difference between sad and sad? Right. (laughs) Exactly. It's a great, so what are like the winter blues versus actual seasonal affective disorder? And I think it's like, a lot of psychological disorders when it starts to really affect your ability Mm -hmm. to live your life in terms of going to work, you know, going to a meeting, having your full social life. So if you're canceling meetings, you're not able to go to work, if you're breaking plans socially, you're not being a good partner, a good parent, a good spouse, then we're really talking about more of a seasonal affective disorder. Mm -hmm. A little bit of kind of feeling a little down, low energy when the, when the seasons change, when it's darker more of the daytime is very common. It's sort of a normal physiologic thing because Mm -hmm. our bodies really do respond to daylight. I mean, evolutionarily, we were supposed to be awake during the day and asleep when it's dark. And now we work so much, we're out so much that that's not really the case. I think the light is a great idea. I think there are now these alarm clocks that Mm -hmm. simulate dawn. So it kind of eases you into waking Mm -hmm. up in a very sort of natural way, which can be helpful. And I think kind of just, A, understanding that it's not just 
you being crazy, this is a kind of a normal physiological response. Right. But then kind of telling yourself, knowing that this is what's going to happen, I need to kind of just force myself in the morning to do a little exercise maybe in in the home or, you know, not involving going outside in the cold, but doing something to just get your endorphins going and your body, you know, your heart racing a little bit, I think would set a good kind of tone for the Mm -hmm. rest of the day. But yeah, certainly... You know, there are things um, that can be done to treat seasonal affective disorder, but sometimes it does involve even therapy or antidepressants. So if you're suspecting that you might really be going more towards the more kind of severe end of it, talk to someone about getting some help because you or don't want to suffer. could you move to Florida without help? I'm like, John, get on the computer. Let's look for a flight and let's go somewhere. Yeah. Cause I am a different person in the summer. I mean, yes. I'm, I'm always pretty much in a good mood and, and it's yeah. fine. You know, I'll make, I'll force myself out of it and run and go for a run yes, and do whatever. Start. It's just yesterday I was like, uh, I did do a workout in my living room, which Great. that was fine, but yeah. it's not the same to me. I'm like, Oh, right. I'll skip that. Like I had that. Should have come to step class. I know. Oh my <laughs> there was an event last night that I, uh, I was like, Oh, I'll work instead. And I, I skipped it. And then I, I saw on Instagram, Megan was on it. And I was like, see, why did I, I just go? nineties on, or maybe it was my eighties. I'm not. Oh, sure. I also live way, way, no excuses, but I yeah. live like, Practically in Harlem, and uh-huh. everything, every event is like way down. I live in New Jersey, so. <laughs> 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 All right, no excuse. But by the way, I think that weekend ex- getaway, if you can do it, oh, yes. is also great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it does go a long way to yeah. getting you through the winter. So okay, I'm, I'm on it. <laughs> totally. well, I think it's also hard because you tend to run outside. I do. So yeah. Yeah. Are always yeah. outside. Like for me, it's just I have this kind of thing with structure and accountability, yeah. and I call them smart feet. When I get up in the morning, people always ask me on, on my Instagram account, like, how do you get to the gym so early? Teach yeah. me your ways. And I said, it's a non-negotiable. Yeah. If I've signed up for a class, now I do class. I love See, classes. See, that's smart. So then you sign up. Full cycle, various boot camp, Y7 yoga. And if I sign up for a class, I'm going to the class. Yeah. There's just no question. Yeah. It does help for me to put my clothes out the night before with a big cozy sweatshirt and my big, big coat. So it's all right there. And mm-hmm. I can just like get cozy and then go out the door before I think about yeah. it. But that actually helps me with mine because by the time I've gotten some endorphins going and I'm usually there sweating endorphin high and home before my kids even get up. Yeah. Before I get up. You're, you're, yeah. I look at your yeah, yeah, stories yeah, yeah. in the morning. I'm like, uh, yeah, I just woke up. She's been the whole day. For <laughs> <else is something. laughs> Honestly, like, I black out. Like, literally, by the time I get back home, I'm like, what just happened? How do I wake up and get there so early? Because if I had to go in the afternoon, I... I wouldn't go. Yeah. That's another well, thing. I'm an afternoon runner and right. like workouter. I think I'm the only person on the planet who does it after, you know, after the day. Yeah. But when I do it, it is, it's like a nice closure to my day. It's That's just nice getting, too. Yeah. so I do have the willpower because I get myself doing right. that at, right. four, you know, four or 5 p.m., which is unheard of for a lot of people. But I yeah. just, when it was yesterday. That's crazy. But even, <laughs> even for people who don't, aren't big runners or big exercises, exercisers, I think just, Forcing yourself to go out, you know, go get your lunch, yeah. get a 10 minute walk, get some fresh air. I know it's cold, but bundle up and get a little sunlight because take advantage of the sun when it is there for those few hours. I think that also helps refresh you and get you over that kind of afternoon slump when you're just ready to totally. eat a box of cookies and <laughs> or get upside do down. Yes. Get upside down. Version yes. <laughs> <laughs> therapy, babe. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about some other things that make us happy. We're okay. going to move on to sweat this. Yes. Yeah. So every week we bring you guys something that we just can't live without that week. It could be an item. It could be a uh, an idea. It could be an Instagram account. It can be whatever we want. And I'm going to start because mine is overalls. Yay. So I'm 
wearing overalls today, and I gotta tell you, I have just rediscovered overalls. <laughs> so I have a question for you guys. Overalls for like an almost 40 year old mom. Hell yes or oh, absolutely not? Hell yes. What do you guys say? It's adorable. Hell yes. I don't, by the way, don't feel like embarrassed <laughs> to tell me like you're like a total like, no, no, idiot. I wear them with heels. Oh my God. Um, I and I that. wore them to work with like heels and a blazer, and then two other people bought them. Oh, Ooh, that's crazy. Crazy. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm pretty cool in my overalls. <laughs> they are so comfortable. I completely forgot that overalls even existed. Yours are like, very those chic are very and sleek, though. Say, yeah. Well, let me tell you. Uh, do you know why I got these overalls? What? For Halloween, because my dad yes, was yes. Thomas the Train, uh-huh. and I was like a train engineer, and my husband was too. And then Heidi and I were actually on vacation together. We were at a dude ranch, and I got, awesome. I got goat poop on my designer jeans, and I had nothing else to wear except for like yoga pants. And we were going on a hayride, and I was like, well, what am I going to do now? And I was like, oh, I have my overalls, because there was like a Halloween parade, because it was a dude ranch, and we were there for our kids. And I was like, I guess I'll put these things on. And I put them on, and I was like, so cute. why didn't I think of this earlier? And now I'm super into them. What brand? I mean, I, I don't know if you want a brand Honestly, name drop, but I love how they they're sleek overalls. I went yeah. on Amazon. I, I was just going to buy like whatever because yeah. it was for Halloween. But um, I don't know. I started clicking around. I have no idea. Oh, honestly. really? I have a little bit of stretch. But they look them. great. Yeah. Um, I don't. Yeah, not really. They're like yeah. pretty like traditional overalls. But I'm just saying, like, ladies, mm-hmm. if Try you think on. you're too old to wear overalls, or you forgot that they existed, like I did since 1984, <laughs> get into it. Get into it. All they the look awesome. Yeah, they look cute. They really so, PSA: overalls. Nice. <laughs> Love them. Okay, so mine. Since um, it's Dr. Raj today, and I didn't bring Tula because I figured that's your favorite thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, Tula's all about probiotics yes. and. I just wanted to bring my favorite probiotic because it really changed my life. It's a company called Prevenex. You do? Yes, oh, I have their powder, their smoothie powder. Them. So I love Prevenex because, like, I am such a sucker for companies that give back. And with Prevenex, I actually thought it was if you bought a bottle, they donated a bottle, but it's actually. Even if you enter your email address on their website, oh, they wow. donate a bottle. They made a children's vitamin called Supervites, hmm. um, and they donate a bottle of Supervites to a child in need for every email address I didn't and for every it was bottle. The email too. That's yeah, amazing. I know that's something I just learned, and I've been like obsessed with their products forever, and I just found it out. I also have to give a shout out to Culturel because it has a good housekeeping seal. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but we're so talking about my favorite thing. We're talking about my favorite thing, Megan. My favorite thing, not yours. Is that your favorite thing? But it does have the GH seal. Okay, well, Prevenex is a new company. <laughs> Maybe you'll get that seal. I love them. At the um, I just, I just, so I will say I've been on probiotics since I was first, I found out about them, unfortunately, when I was trying to get pregnant because like there was, I had all sorts of gut issues. Mm-hmm. And so one of the first things that my doctor's did was put me on a probiotic and like I was buying such expensive probiotics that had to be refrigerated they were not shelf stable Um, blah 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 blah. and it's like if you travel anywhere you're like what do I do about my probiotics and it was just really frustrating and they were insanely expensive like insane and with Prevenax and then I went on like a cheaper one because like I wasn't like trying to get pregnant anymore and you know saves money um and then I went on Prevenex probiotic and I swear you guys like my stomach became flat and it was never flat before like I was always bloated always no matter what I ate and then this probiotic you know something works for everybody it's different for everybody and like 
this is the one that works for me. So Previnix... Do you take a prebiotic as well? Is that something? Is that a thing? Yeah, it is a thing. So prebiotics are basically anything that provides food or fuel for probiotics. Mm -hmm. So a lot of types of fiber can work as a prebiotic. So you might be getting that in your diet Mm -hmm. as well. Um, But sometimes people will take an actual prebiotic supplement with a probiotic. I mean, I'm not a fan of telling people to take 10 million things. So as Mm -hmm. much as you can get in your diet, the better. Mm -hmm. But I do think taking a probiotic... Tula, we have a probiotic as well. Oh, you do? And I love... Yeah. Came out... um, Fairly recently. But yeah, I think, you know, again, probiotics, for those of you who don't know, healthy bacteria, we naturally have them in our gut, but many things can throw them off balance. Sugar. Travel, Mm. your diet, um, taking antibiotics, a lot of... And so if you want to restore that balance, getting it in through probiotic-rich foods, but also through a supplement can be really helpful. So should you take them all the time? Or should you give yourself a break or switch them up? No, you should try to... And I'm not saying take a supplement all the Uh time necessarily. You should try to get probiotics into your body some way all the time. Other than yogurt... Yeah, so and they're like, in kefir, yeah. sauerkraut, uh-huh. miso, tempeh. Oh. I mean, they're in some foods. I wouldn't say they're in tons of foods. Um, mm-hmm. But if you can try to get, like, I have everyday Greek yogurt um, for breakfast because that's kind of where I get my probiotics as well as taking the Tula supplement. Uh-huh. Love it. So, like, if you're taking, like, I always put flaxseed in my smoothies in the morning. If yeah. I do all that first and then I, that's, like, my pre Biotic, yes, and then right. you do like a pro exactly. if you're not getting the yogurt or doing it the other way. Right, okay. exactly. And you really can't do too much, so don't worry about That's that. That's what I was going to ask. They keep great. saying like yeah. you don't know what you need. Sometimes like if you just throw in some bees in your diet or like, you know, B, vitamin B yeah. plus, you can... Oh, it's like some bees? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. But like every now and then I'm like, oh, I'll take, a, I'll take yeah. a vitamin B or I'll take a whatever. And sometimes they say that's almost like... It yeah. throws you off more. Well, with vitamins, you do have to be careful because yeah. there is yeah. such a thing as too much depending on the vitamin. Okay. But with probiotics, not really. Awesome. Yeah. You can, the more the better. Good <laughs> info. So that's mine. But that's not my favorite thing. Just so What's I your favorite, 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 favorite thing? Just What's your favorite thing? Just your favorite thing. Um, I mean, Tula, of course. So yeah. many of my favorite things are Tula. But um, right now, because it's winter and my skin is so dry and not my face because I'm using Tula, but the rest of my body, <laughs> um, my humidifier is like oh, yes. my favorite thing. And the days that I forget or I'm too lazy to fill it up, it's the worst. I wake up and it's like the Sahara Desert all over my body. So that's like my favorite thing. Do you have a humidifier I, you love? I do. And I wish I knew the... Honeywell yeah. does a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's it. We have a guy uh, Honeywell. It doesn't help the GH temperature. It doesn't help but it does test well in the appliance lab. And, and you don't need to refill model. it every day. It no. like, lasts a long time. Oh, that's love. great. Because yes. oh, I have to refill every day. And it's like, no. it was it was an air purifier and humidifier. I went with, like, the air Swiss one, like um, which is, again, crazy expensive and annoying. But, uh-huh. like, I really wanted the air clean, too, because okay. that last apartment was dirty. <laughs> so, but... This one is really filling it every day is so annoying. Yeah, it lasts. And the filters sometimes get the change. I have one that's a Dyson. We have Mm, a little beach house. I have one beach house. But one in the city we have, we have to get a new one. So I'm I'm in the market. Go to goodhousekeeping.com. We have a rundown because it's a a highly shopped item. Okay. I definitely got one of the good housekeeping ones, um, which was, oh my gosh, why am I blinking? Um, I want to say it was like a VIX or something. Or maybe Um, just that you could put VIX in it. VIX does have, they do have whatever it was. When I was like, you can put the vapor rub in. In. Mm-hmm. Yes. I Honey, think will, you can put though. something in too for to 12. make it smell good, but I never got that one. But yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. I have the honey well, I never did the fragrance. You're making yeah. me want vapors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it actually, if you can put it, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 so sick. Okay, what's yours, Mama? So mine is, I know we have lots of little gadgets that make our bodies feel better on past episodes, but this one is great because you can like put it in your pocket. Wait, say what it is. It's an AccuBall. Sorry. It's an AccuBall and I'm a runner. I probably run too much, but it's my only way of like checking out in my moving meditation. So I get plantar fasciitis sometimes, which if you don't know, it's like your heel tightens, right? Correct me if I'm wrong, but your inner arch gets tight and then it just starts to get painful. So this looks like a cat toy, basically. It doesn't look like a little ball that a cat plays with and it has all these little rubber nubs and you really just, you have, it is painful if you, especially if you have planners um you put your body your foot weight on top and roll out the arch which mm. is a little painful but it does help um and you can clean it too so don't get grossed out that i'm holding it <laughs> after it's been on my foot and my husband's um but i just love it because you can take it with you so you know if you are traveling it's something you can also roll like anywhere on your body mm. your calves too because if you release your calves that's really good for your plantar yes mm-hmm. yes 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 so I'm always a little tweaked and injured, but I keep Hashtag going. I keep going. So this this is a good one. Hashtag, that's why I don't run. Yeah. <laughs> and you can get this on Amazon anywhere, I think. This is just a regular random one. So okay, so my sweat, yeah. this, because we were talking about mood, mm-hmm. um, one of my little um, happy hacks is I always wear fun socks. Yay! Um, these today are little smiley face heart emojis. Oh, they're, so they're so happy. Cute. But I always like to know that no matter what's going on, <laughs> there's something happy on my feet and it's oh. waiting there as a little surprise for me because I can just be like, <gasps> happy feet. Happy Everything yay. is okay. And I got my husband in the habit, so with his suits and he's, you know, I mean, he's a, a serious financial guy. Mm-hmm. He'll have mm-hmm. the funniest, craziest socks. And it's like the yeah. hottest thing for me <laughs> ever to know that he's got this surprise, this happy surprise on his feet. <laughs> You have a sock. I love it. Last time it was beneath the. Those, mm-hmm. I like my warmers too, but yeah. yeah. And this wasn't going to be my. But I realized like this is Look, a fun I little trick. I just today. yeah. See, and it's like a, it's just like a little hit of happy. Love, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no matter where you go, happy. like it's like okay, totally. that's mine. That's my little hit of happy. No matter what happens today, there are smiles. You can't steal my, my happy. You can't rip my socks off. All right, so. Guys, let's dive in. I'm going to talk about this topic today because it is one that we have talked a lot about. A lot. It's, <laughs> there's a lot of controversy. All right. So we all have it. That mm. dirty little secret. <laughs> the one thing that is so not wellness that we do. Maybe it's you just love that evening can of diet soda. Maybe you're married to your aluminum-containing, non-charcoal-boasting drugstore deodorant. <laughs> Perhaps you're the girl that puts 10 packets of artificial sweetener in your almond milk latte. Maybe you do whatever it is and own it, like a badge of wellness rebellion. But most of us hide it, and it actually prevents us from learning just how bad it is for us. So today, we are going to divulge our own dirty little secrets uh, and ask you, how bad are they? Okay. I'm so scared. <laughs> Should we just go around the table? I want to go like first. I my life. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, this was kind of born out of, we had another topic that we talked about with the guest that was, uh, it was on wellness shaming. Mm-hmm. Um, and the topic came up because it's like, you know, you might do wellness really, really pretty right. Like, you know, you do all the things, you, you're eco-conscious, you, and you have that one thing, like, you know, and, and I'll start. Deodorant is mm-hmm. one of mine. I have two that I want to tell you, mom. I need some <laughs> advice. One of them was deodorant. 
I personally choose to use my old school traditional drugstore deodorant mm-hmm. because I don't want to smell mm-hmm. and I've tried a lot of natural deodorants and I yeah. haven't found them to work for me. Yeah. Now I've also read a lot of studies and have done some work actually with um, a very popular deodorant brand that provided me a lot of research mm-hmm. um, that said that aluminum was not harmful now that mm-hmm. this research did come from the brand. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna, mm-hmm. that's my disclaimer. Yeah. So am I just like asking for cancer or is what I'm doing okay? Totally okay. <gasps> and I do that as well. And so, yeah. Okay, the- I've been stinking for like six months. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I needed this because yeah. I smell. <laughs> so where did all of this come from that it causes cancer? Where did it come from? There, I mean, I don't know where it came from, but there is really, because I've looked into this as well, this c- question comes up all the time, and there's really no good data to say aluminum is bad for you. And like, are you going to absorb a little bit? Maybe a minute amount, Mm -hmm. but there's no link to cancer or really any other toxicity. Is there anything else in any of the, yeah, that we should be like looking out for besides aluminum or like the spray? My mom was like a hippie. She has smelled for 60 plus years. Love her, but she stinks because she refuses to wear deodorant because her thing was always like, I'll get cancer. I'm like, ma, you had breast cancer Mm -hmm. and you don't wear deodorant. So step over. Off. Right, like, right. Maybe you could just smell good for the next 20 years. <laughs> Does she wear not try any nothing? Does she wears nothing. nothing. She yeah. doesn't want anything under her armpits because it's going to give her cancer. Oh, right, right. And then you're like, wait, shocker, you've already had cancer. Yeah. Right. So, no, I don't think there's any good evidence to show that it causes harm. I do think, now, that being said, we don't have evidence right now. Right. And that's kind of my disclaimer for a lot of things. Like, are we going to find out yeah. 10, 15 years from now that it's terrible and it causes cancer, but that maybe it's better to not have those chemicals. But also it's not like deodorant is vaping, right? Like it's not obviously harmful, right? Like the the thought is hopefully in 10 years, there's not going to be this scary revelation because it's not obviously horrible. I agree. But the thing about natural, because I've also tried natural deodorants, just sometimes people send me them and I try them and I haven't found a great one that works that well. But I think the new generations, which I haven't, I've only tried one. I can't remember the brand, but I think they've improved a lot Uh and they are actually pretty good for both, you know, sweating. So the antiperspirant function and the deodorant function. So you may want to like try one of the really new ones. Sure. I think they've done some better work if you're concerned about it. But again, do I think there's a big reason to be concerned? Probably not. Okay. That's yeah. great to hear. Yeah. I'm, I'm just looking it up on EWG because they like vilify it. Like yeah. what specific ingredients are so bad? Yeah. I think it's I'm the like, aluminum that my people mind. worry about. Yeah. But Well, the, the research I was provided and yeah. I was, so I was part of a campaign to help Basically, they asked me to stand up for what I use, and I I did it. They provided me a lot, and the research was not, I'm not saying it it wasn't research done. I'm saying the information was provided to me from the brand. It was not clinical research research done by the brand. It was, it was the FDA. It was, it was all, um, uh, it was the American, uh, I don't want to get it wrong, but it was um, a cancer Legit. organization yeah. <laughs> saying that there is no discernible evidence yeah. linking the two. So I felt confident, but yeah. I'm not a doctor. So yeah. I felt confident in what I was saying, but I am not a doctor. Yeah. Interesting. According to EWG.org, it's the fragrance... That's the, the well, fragrance big is unregulated. Problem. That's the problem with fragrance. Um, like it has, like if one is the best and ten is the worst, it gets an eight for fragrance. Mm-hmm. Um, the talc is a five, mm-hmm. um, and the petroleum is a four. And this, I don't think mine. <laughs> can't keep using There's so much to like, yeah, yeah, well, I, I, I just, do a lot, right? Yeah. Now. Blown, no, of course you do. But no, 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 in my mind. Personal, I've been using, I've been, 
I feel like I spent a million dollars on natural deodorants and like yeah. for what? Like, I think everything. It's I really like expensive. I'm kind of so paranoid. Like right. even they say like when you wash your hair, your scalp is exposed because your pores are open. That's the right. worst thing you right. can do. Right. Your nails, you're this, you're that. So like, thing. I'm, I think there's certain people that are like, I don't want to have any chemicals yeah. on right. my body. So they're right. going to do the deodorant, the shampoo, the skincare, the soap, yeah. the way they wash their dishes. Right. And if you're that person, then yeah, you're, you're going to use natural deodorant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have friends but, that even won't put water in their bathtub for their children oh without it running through a thing because like literally like my friend from LA is like you just fill up your bathtub <laughs> and I was like yes girl you just take the bath like what bubbles in we also breathe the air in New York I, City yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 okay so wait let me just give you my other one really quick yeah. because deodorant I actually don't feel that bad about it's like a pretty conscious decision yeah. and like I put it on like and I own it okay here's the one that's like my actual secret secret, secret. okay Although these Do we know, know this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah, we know. I chew gum oh, yeah. like a crazy person. <laughs> yeah. And what it, kind I, of gum? Okay. So like sugar-free okay. like gum. Yeah. And it is my, um, it's like, it helps me focus. It helps me with um, not snacking. Yeah. It's just kind of like, but I, but it's, I actually am embarrassed about how much I chew. Like, I know it's not normal. Right. And so my question is, like, how bad is that? Especially for, like, your gut flora. I feel like it's terrible. Yeah. Artificial sweetener is probably really bad. So there's a lot of artificial sweetener in your gum? It's I don't want to say the brand, but, yeah. Okay. I mean, I Yeah, I mean, because just mm. chewing gum itself, unless you're someone. So if someone comes to me, a patient comes to me, and they have bloating, then we definitely say get rid of the the gum because when you're chewing gum you're swallowing air Mm -hmm. and that can cause a lot of gas in your system if you chew gum and you don't feel bloated there's absolutely nothing wrong with it from a gi perspective but your teeth it's not great for your teeth right no well if it's sugar-free it's actually not necessarily bad in in I in fact, it's sort of cleaning your teeth. Okay, yeah. Because okay. yeah. yeah. I was right. like, okay, so it doesn't I change. Out. The... I was like, am I going to lose my teeth? And then I looked it up, and I was like, oh, no, I'm actually doing something good. Yeah, you're producing saliva. Like when you're when your mouth is just like when you're sleeping and you're not gotcha. moving your mouth, the bacteria multiply more. And you're not cleaning it out. So chewing gum is not necessarily bad okay. for that. The artificial sweeteners, yeah, we don't want people to be consuming large amounts of artificial sweeteners. I don't know how much is in. The gum that you're chewing, how many sticks you're, a day you're chewing? Like we certainly. Wouldn't. Do you just take it out when the flavor? Do you put it on the table, table on a chair? Course. How do you dispose of this gum? <laughs> exactly. Confess it all. So if there's a way yeah. you could do one that doesn't have artificial sweetener. You know what? I tried a natural gum the other day. Oh, it was so disgusting. Yeah, they're pretty gross. It was like chewing dirt. I was like, well, that was a good experiment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like six ninety nine. I feel like it disintegrates. Smoker, how many packs a day do you go? Through. Oh yeah, a like lot. ten. Oh yeah, no. Shut up. No, 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 not. Ten. Oh no, it's like it's like it's okay. like I'm a smoker. I'm, I'm not like, gonna I'm let I'm not gonna let Jamie take this on her own because she knows very well that I'm right there with her. I get my sugar free gum on my Amazon Mom monthly delivery. You like do? that's how much gum is a part of my life. Do you get like this is a good segue <laughs> into your dirty little secret <laughs> because they're kind of like a little similar. They're very okay. Yeah, I, I was surprised when I heard these. Oh, yeah, I, I was actually shocked when I heard them. And she does it like right out in the open. Well, I'm like, it's you. She's like, I'm going to go get mine. I can't wait okay. to hear her. So listen, 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 listen. Let me preface this by being like, I am like the cleanest human in the world in terms of products. Like, all of my products, since I started to even think about getting pregnant, I switched everything to everything that was like 100% approved by EWG. Like, no toxins, all green, yeah. all organic, all this, Wait, all that. And EWG, because we have environmentalworkinggroup.org. Thank you, Megan. Um, which just rates everything... Yeah. So that just, you know, 
anyway, um, so, and I, like, I'm, you know, vegan and I like, like everything is organic that I eat. Yeah. I don't, I don't even eat sugar say, anymore. Say, just say, say it. it. Yeah. Spit it out. Go. I make my own sourdough bread. Yeah. <laughs> this but. Is so, this is so then you wash it down with. <laughs> you guys, I love Diet Coke. Oh, oh wow. wow. She even said, oh, wow. With a plastic straw? No, no, I oh, have okay, reusable straws. Okay. That's where I draw the line. As long as you're drawing lines here. But like I have my soda stream and I like, like crying turning bright red. Wait, you make your own? I do. Is that even possible? Soda stream. Where have you been? What? I didn't realize it was like brand names though. No, it says oh, diet, diet cola. cola. It says oh, diet cola. It's a Coca-Cola. It's a diet cola. Is it better to just have the regular sugar though? Is my question. Like, she just have the regular Coke instead of the diet because but of the so, diet. I actually ingredient. don't like the way it's regular soda tastes, first of all. Second uh, of all, I don't react well to sugar. Third of all, <laughs> I, I totally... Like, Step off, Christy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just trying to tease her. I will say that, like, I was, I grew up in a household where it was soda. Like, we yeah. didn't, like, drink water. It was crazy. Right. It was, like, juice really? and soda. Well, when I was my, growing up, it was the same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, we had soda like, at my house all yeah. the time. My mom still does. Yeah. so weird. It was full soda. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so when I got to college, my freshman year, my whole mini fridge was full of regular Coke. And two of my now best friends like mm-hmm. sat me down and they were like, oh, Heidi, Aww. you have to drink Diet Coke. <laughs> and I was like, it's disgusting. <laughs> and they like forced me to drink it or like I went along with so it you eventually. you keg stands, you drink yeah. Diet Oh, oh no. Diet Actually, Diet was the, Coke. I would say I had the record for keg stands in college. I was a very different oh, person. I was a drug queen in my pledge class, very different person. Obviously, you're good at that. Yeah, well, and it's funny, I was like, keg stand was my first handstand. Yes! (laughs) This is not surprising to me. Thank you, Megan. Uh, No, but so, so listen, I'm like, do all of my healthy habits counteract the diet soda, or do I still really, like, it's my, it's the only, like, I don't do drugs, I don't drink alcohol, like, I don't, I drink, like, a whole soda stream of it a day. What's that, like, a a whole bottle, basically? So is that, like, a liter? liter? No, it's like, a soda stream is, like, I think it's, like, two cans. Two cans. That's not that bad, isn't it? Or I don't know. I've you're a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Look, this is there. There aren't Same answers thing. like that's horrible. This is great. You know what I mean? It's not an exact science. I would say that <laughs> diet soda is probably just as bad as regular soda, if not potentially and worse. So what is it in there? It's, it's the artificial sweeteners. Okay. And so you know, obviously we first you know it was first invented because it's like oh you don't have sugar it's great it's sort of the guilt free way yeah. of eating your soda. But then the studies showed that those artificial sweeteners actually increase your risk of metabolic syndrome probably as much as having the sugar in the regular Coke. What's metabolic syndrome? Um, so metabolic syndrome is things like diabetes, fatty liver. Um, <laughs> it's linked with heart disease. And also it... The one theory is it kind of tricks your brain into really craving sweetness. Uh, so that so I that, knew because I did study nutrition a lot at Cornell. Yeah. But... It didn't. I don't crave sweetness after. Yeah, yeah. You're just so pure. <laughs> no, <laughs> it just, it just, clearly it's just not. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, obviously, you're so healthy in other ways. That's fantastic, and I'm sure that is counteracting whatever harm you know is being done by the diet coke. But it's not something that I would say is a good habit to have. So my question, I, I get it. Yeah. I know. 
But, um, and hearing those things listed off definitely makes a difference. <laughs> but like, is, are there, cause you know, there's always debates about artificial sweeteners. Yeah. Right. And it's like, this one's okay. And this one's not. And like, like, yeah. you know, first stevia was good and then it oh, wasn't. Right. And now monk right. fruit is good, but monk fruit is cut with stevia or like whatever right. it's cut with. But like, right. like uh, cut with, it sounds like, like heroin. I, know. <laughs> I know. Okay. That's where your brain goes, <laughs> Megan. <laughs> I've never even seen drugs. <laughs> if I'm being honest. Yeah. <laughs> you just watch Narco. Yeah. I've seen the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I watched a season of Entourage. <laughs> um, so are, are there, like, and, and I do remember there was a time when, like, different, like, cola companies were making, like, a stevia version. Or this, Are there any yeah. that are okay, or are they all bad? I don't think there's one that's been shown to be better than the others, honestly. I think the only sugar that's not bad is, like, the natural sugar from fruit, and even that... In, in excess is not good for your body either. The fructose or... Yeah. But what about monk fruit? I feel like everybody's like... Dr. Oz always talks about how monk fruit sweetener is like the good one. And know? so I don't think it's... I think it's okay, but I think it's still going to have the problem with your brain and, and making you crave more sweet things and it's still going to trigger metabolic potentially. Okay, but for me, I can control the sweet craving. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. like I'm talking about like strictly health issues like the yeah. metabolic and the diabetes right. and the stop, guys, and I stop think... trying to make fetch happen guys. <laughs> it's never going to happen <laughs> Dr. Raj the more clear one we can okay, we aspartame those are the ones that are clearly not good aspartame what is it like and yeah. like the that P word that's the oh, phenol yeah. la 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 yeah. on the soda I, I don't know which one it's a is that not caffeine I thought that was caffeine <laughs> no that's no. some kind of an artificial I totally thought that was caffeine so Doc would the I called you Doc that sounds so informal that's fine you're so smart to Harvard. Exactly. <laughs> what would a swap be? Okay, so if she changed the habit, so maybe she's yeah. having a seltzer without any... Oh, yeah. like, Guys, there's no cat. And then a seltzer. square of dark chocolate. Like, would that yes. be the healthy swap? I would think so, yeah. So Just because you're probably trained to have that. Like, you're enjoying that it's, moment. It's the comfort food that right. I allow myself. What about like, a flavor? That's seltzer, those no, so I try it. I've tried it. So, like, I actually she's even... And right now... This is not... I, I need to change. I know it. And I'm trying to be convinced because, like... Not convinced. Um, mm-hmm. No, but those are real things. Yeah. So, like, for example, elderberry syrup is supposed to be, like, good for your immune system, right? So, I um, tried to, like, do my soda stream <laughs> and put in some elderberry syrup. And I was like... Doesn't taste... <laughs> yeah. Well, also, like, the caffeine is what I... So, um, I can have, like, coffee in the morning and, like, matcha's great. But, like, if I am, like, Jamie and had a child that hasn't slept for two nights and I've been up for two nights, like, I want my caffeine and my... The acid in my stomach can't handle more than, like, one cup of coffee. Um, and I'm talking about, like, a measured cup. Um, I, it just gives me, I, what, like, but the soda doesn't. No. I think the answer is though, Heidi. Like maybe you just have to be okay with doing one thing that's not wellness. It's, like, it's not affecting right. you so, in another you know way. Like, mm-hmm. Because yeah. I, I am like, and I have yeah. my diet cook, so I don't drink. I've drank for like a decade, but like when I go out to a club, my husband and I are like, "Do you want to have diet?" <laughs> like that's a big waste. Love it. Yeah, in a plastic uh, straw. Seriously. <laughs> And, um, and man, I enjoy that Diet Coke. Or, like, yeah. when I'm, like, by a pool in Miami. And, like, that is my – it's my treat. And, like, it's fun. But, like, same with my deodorant. Like, it's just – I choose to do a lot of things right. I I own the things I do wrong. But, like, I'm not changing them necessarily. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, one wrong thing in a sea of all those other things that you're doing is And, Heidi, you said it's not, deal. like – it doesn't affect, like, it's not yeah. making any other thing bad for you. So maybe but, you can but, handle it. But like, if it's yeah. going to cause me to have heart well, disease yeah. or diabetes, right, 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 right. like, right. that's well, a very again, different is it conversation. Is going to cause you to have it? No. Is it going to increase your risk a bit? 
probably, but what like relatively. Well, I can't other give risk you a specific, right? Like if yes. you were also thirty pounds overweight, right. correct, and, and you're not exercising, right? right? Like it's, right. you don't have additional risk factors, so that's helpful. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> got your back. Thanks, girl. Right. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying. Well, mine's pretty bad too. Mine's like a combo. I okay. feel like you guys kind of have the same thing, and we kind of have the same. Yeah, thing. mine's like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna die. So I'm just eventually. Mine's like that. cheese fries and wine. Okay. <laughs> all, all the things. It's yeah. it's like I'm so healthy. I'm the girl who we also eat out a lot, but yeah. I try to be so good. I'm like dressing on the side, yeah. sauce on the side. Don't you know? Steam it. Don't fry it. Yeah. And a side of fries. And a glass of wine. Right. And, like, that's, like, a non, not a non-negotiable, but I feel like if we're out on the weekend, yeah. I'm not chugging drinks, but right. I love a glass of wine with dinner. And for some reason, I can eat a full-on meal. Yeah. And then you put another plate of fries in front of me. Yeah. Something about French fries. I don't know yeah. what it is. And fries I know that. before guys. Here's that. <laughs> I have that little bag. I have a pouch that says that. Oh, I don't have that. But, and it has French fries on it. It's like a picture. But I know, like, the carcinogens, too, in the fried Foods is right. really really bad. Yeah. So I, well, I again, it's how often are you? You should do air fryer. No, but if we're at a restaurant, if I'm at a restaurant, yeah. I guess you can get like roasted potatoes type of thing. But yeah. I can't go to like the smell. You know what? I remember like growing up, we would go to Seaside Heights, the boardwalk, and that smell of French fries in the beach and Jersey. salt water. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. Something. I'm just gonna pound my chest for a second. <laughs> <laughs> just pop. But yeah, it's like a, it's like, like a combo, and then cheese too. I love cheese. I love bread. It's yeah. But I'm so healthy. But then, like, you go to a little dinner party, and I'm like, cut the cheese, do the wine, John, yeah. make the snacks, and we'll have a little party. Right. I think it depends on how often you're going out. Like, no one's going to tell you you can never have fries. You can never have cheese. If you're going out, though, like, three or four times a week, and you're having cheese and fries, then that's not a good thing. Or I'll make my own cheese plates. Yeah. Home. But can we, like, nice. segregate this? Can we start with cheese and, like, why yeah. is cheese bad? Yeah. So, if you're not lactose intolerant or dairy sensitive, because I'm right. allergic to dairy, just, we yeah. all know this. So, like, right. For me, so, you know, but you. Cheese itself, if you don't have those issues, uh-huh. not necessarily terrible, but there is this theory that there's certain foods that are pro-inflammatory, and oh, sugar yes. is one, mm-hmm. and dairy is another mm-hmm. one. So... Is it the sugar in dairy, or is it something separate? Because there are lactose-free ones, right? Yeah. Like, isn't goat or sheep cheese or yeah. something, like, less lactose? Less lactose. Yeah. It's not necessarily the sugar, and it's not clear what it is about the dairy, uh-huh. but also then there's the idea of antibiotics that are getting into, you right. know, and hormones mm-hmm. getting into dairy. So I, and also it's can be fattening. Yeah. So right. in general, I would Christine say, Christine does not have that problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I would say cheese in moderation is fine, okay. but I wouldn't overdo it. Okay. Fries are just a very unhealthy food. I love fries as well. I know what it is. Um, so I will once every, I don't know, a couple weeks okay. or a month. It like them. at least once a week. Yeah, I would try to maybe, again, I'm never going to tell anyone, like, you can't do this, you can't do that. But they are, on the spectrum of things, one of the most yeah. unhealthy foods in terms of trans fats and how they make them. And okay. if you make it at home, it's it's right. fine. Like, if you cut it. a well, potato right now, and put it on a pan, it, there's nothing I, wrong with that. But. I got an air fryer. Like, I actually can't I have, I can't have fried foods. Like, it makes me so ill. Okay. I can't have any of them. They yeah. make me so ill. How big is this air fryer? Though? I also well, you can get all different sizes. I got the small one because I was living in a smaller apartment. Yeah. And, like, because it's you and John. John, like that yeah. should be good for you. When I had all the kids, I was like, oh, oh I just got a new one. Okay, that I have to tell you about because it okay. it's it's a Cuisinart, but it's a toaster oven and an air fryer in one. I heard about mm. this. So the air fryer shell, it's like looks like a countertop 
Really? Toaster oven, but there's a shelf that's for air frying. Maybe I should get that because uh, currently we have a kind of issue. It tested well in the GH Appliance Lab, and I may or may not have taken it home. Oh, may or may not have arrived at my house today. It looks like a toaster oven. It Same looks like size. the standard size of a typical toaster okay. oven, um, but then it just has this basket, and it fits more than I had a different version, mm-hmm. which like rusted because one of the challenges oh. with air fryers, even if you, if you, this is me going on a good housekeeping tangent. <laughs> but even if you um, sink wash them and hand dry them, they often um, get rusty. Hmm. And then I'm not cooking in rust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's the cleanup with the air fryers? Like, what's the cleanup? Um, the Cuisinart is dishwasher safe. The rack can what? be dis- I don't have a dish- dishwasher safe. Oh, That's how small my part Suburbs. Right. <laughs> well, you have the beach house. Yeah. But mm-hmm. other than that, um, warm soapy water, hand dry. Okay. All right. Maybe so wait, you should do that. Oh, wait, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So why don't you throw it out there? What is your... So, Dr. Raj, this is... I, I'm going to die. Like, I know I'm going to die. Stop. I eat bacon. We eat bacon every day. Mm-hmm. T. Murphy eats bacon. My husband went keto. My kids eat BLTs. Like, that's what they want to pack for lunch. They hate peanut butter. They hate everything else. We eat a shit ton of bacon. And I know it increases your cancer risk, like yes. 6% colon yeah. cancer risk. I just... We've all had our colonoscopies because we have yeah. insane amount of cancer in our family. Oh. Um, I have three polyps, but otherwise I'm fine. Yeah. Um, and my husband had his colonoscopy. He's fine. All his cholesterol and all his things are fine. But my dad died of pancreatic cancer. His yeah. died, uh, dad died of uh, kidney cancer. Both our moms are breast cancer survivors. Mm. So I feel like I'm going to die. Uh-huh. And I just need you to say it out loud to me, and I want to yeah. record it yeah. so that well, I can also get my husband on board <laughs> so that we, we can. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Because <laughs> um, this is going to just be like my panic button. Oh, you no. will die. You will die. No more bacon. No more bacon. <laughs> well, definitely say out of all of these, I think that, that is the worst. Really? Really? Daily bacon. Where's the, yeah. Where's the fries? Where's the fries? Yeah. yeah. It because it's the nitrates. Yes. Okay, but then I read this. Okay, oh, so I'm gosh. like a, a, a science nerd yeah. also. Um, I read that vitamin C counteracts nitrates. Huh. So that if I have, so, like, there, if I'm having half a grapefruit with my bacon, it's yeah. undoing some of the damage. I don't think it's, it's impossible to quantify how mm. that antioxidant effect, how effective it, it is. helps a little bit? It, may help a little bit, a little bit. but we may. just know that these processed meats and the nitrates and everything, that's like the worst food. So, so to have it every day, and especially for your kids, not a good is thing. Turkey, does turkey bacon make it less horrible? It depends how they make it. If you can okay. get like the nitrate-free one. Well, I do get like the uncured nitrate-free. Uh-huh. Okay. But it's still like... But it's still bacon. Yeah, it's still bacon, which is not... And you just want to avoid or you don't want to have large amounts of meat Daily. See, this is the problem Period. then with the whole keto diet because yes. like my husband who is now keto I'm not a huge fan of the keto no, diet. And he lost 25 yeah. pounds yeah. because he had ruptured his Achilles, TMI, but he had ruptured his Achilles and yeah. was just couldn't do anything for 10 weeks. He needed to kind of be in control of something. Yeah. Uh, and so he tried this diet, yeah. this keto diet, which unfortunately worked wonders and he lost yeah. 25 pounds and he wasn't even heavy to begin with. Now yeah. I'm like, you look skinny, dude. Where's that hot ass? <laughs> um, <laughs> You're like, socks or no socks? Right? <laughs> <laughs> With my challenge, like, I need yeah. him to hear loud and clear that bacon is evil. Yeah. It's like a sometimes food, a horribly legit sometimes food. Right. And then it's going to kill us all. Can you guys watch Game Changers? Yeah. No, no. What's that? Oh, Netflix. What? 
You guys. Okay. Oh, <laughs> so Game Changer. Have you watched it? No. Okay. So Game Changers is like the hot new documentary on okay. Netflix. We're always looking for a new Netflix. Yes. Game Changers. And okay. it is um, about, so it's very funny. My husband decided to, to do exactly the opposite. He decided to go plant-based. Love that. Right around the time when I was doing the program, I always talk oh, about the oh, no. I'm talking about. <laughs> I did the accountability program. Oh, okay. yeah. um, that really worked for me. I lost all my baby weight and okay. it was really cool. And it's largely meat-free, oh. but it's not vegetarian. Uh-huh. It's just like you only eat animal protein. At, if you're going to eat it, you just only eat it one time a day. Okay. Like if you're going to have chicken in your salad, you w- then I would have an all vegetarian dinner. Right. Fine. So anyway, I lost 15 pounds. I've kept it off no problem. And, and I'm pretty much vegetarian, except I'll have a little chicken. I'm not like ethically, like mm-hmm. totally anti, but I, anyway, I choose not to. So he around the same time decided to go plant-based. His problem, his concern was exactly what your um what you were just describing. He for a man, he's always trying to keep weight on. He's mm-hmm. a he's a bodybuilder type of guy and he loves to build muscle. So he was wondering how do some of the biggest um weight trainers in the world like do it? So he started looking it up and discovered this documentary, which just happened to be like so hot right now. Uh-huh. Arnold Schwarzenegger's in it. All of the, really? the strongest man in the world um is in it. Um all of these people that are the absolute top Olympians mm-hmm. are in it and they're all plant-based and mm-hmm. they're sh- and they do a lot of scientific testing, which is fascinating. I won't go into it too far because I don't want to take up too much time, but they actually have three athletes eat three burritos. One is vegetarian. The other two have different types of meat. And then they test their blood like 45 minutes after. They also, in another part of it, test their erections. Let me tell you that vegetarian lifestyle versus a meat lifestyle, the quality and duration of their erections was largely impacted. I might not be able to walk. <laughs> so, so actually, that really um, convinced us both, but also convinced him that he would be able to maintain his, you know, build right, right. with a plant-based lifestyle as long as he did it correctly. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. And when you're saying, I think I have heard of that, so I definitely want to watch. Say, it. say it again. It's game called changers. changers. Game changers. When you're okay. saying plant-based, that's different from being vegetarian. It's just like focus more on plant-based, um, or is he vegetarian? He's vegetarian. Okay, he's got actually he's, he's vegan. vegan. He's vegan. Yeah, got it. He's okay. vegan. Okay. Um, okay. Although he will like sometimes like I'll I'll put in like vital proteins, which is like collagen, which mm-hmm. is like beef mm-hmm. collagen, and he'll be like, oh, you know. So like, yeah, he's I I think he's vegan, but like he'll make allowances to try products and stuff. Yeah. Like I think ethically, there's a difference between being ethically vegan, like totally. Heidi is, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and really, really <laughs> trying to live like a plant based. <clears throat> Because that's the hot term now, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like plant-based versus the traditional vegan. I I like that, though, because I feel like it separates, like, so you can sort of understand a little better how psycho someone is. (laughs) Uh, All right. So the bottom line, bacon, I need to get it to what? Like, realistically, once a week, twice a week? (laughs) Once a week maximum, I would say. Yeah. Oh, this was good. This is, I, I, really, yeah. I wish my husband was sitting right there. Yeah. Well, you can play this episode for him. So, you know, I think what we should do for our listeners, because I would love to hear what listeners, um, like, what yeah. their kind of, like, shameful little yeah. Yeah. anti-wellness tidbits are. So we'll open up uh, kind of a thread on the topic, like, in the comments below the post mm-hmm. on this yeah. particular episode. And maybe we can do some sort of a um, Insta Story Q&A with you down the line to sure. answer some people's awesome. like, questions, if you wouldn't mind, because yeah. I just volunteered her to do more. <laughs> so you're welcome. But I do think that there's... Thanks. 
There's a lot of things. I think our eyes are open today, personally. And um, I think it's really fascinating. And I think a lot of people have a lot of shame. And so they don't, maybe they Google, but they they don't really get an answer. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any dirty little secrets? (laughs) Oh, there's so many. (laughs) Like, is there one thing you have to eat, but you know it's not right? Or is it, are you just so, like, say bacon? Can you just say bacon to make me feel better? (laughs) Bacon. Um, I mean, I will say on a daily basis, I try to be good, but that I'm certainly not perfect. And, I guess chocolate would be mm. my like weakness. milk chocolate or dark chocolate. I like milk chocolate, which is not Ooh. as healthy. Right. But I don't like just a piece of chocolate. I love like brownies, chocolate mousse, mm. chocolate chip cookies, which again I don't have on a daily basis, even though I would love to. But certainly, if I'm out and yeah. there's a dessert, a chocolate type dessert, I will get it for sure. And and I don't feel bad about it because I don't have it that often. Yeah. So it's like again, if everything else I'm doing is fairly healthy, um, I know that that's not going to be. The make or break, you know, what? fate <laughs> deciding decision. Yeah. What's the habit that you like one uh, of like patients and, you know, people in general that you see yeah. that like affects people's because you are a GI doctor. Yeah. Like yeah. what's the bad habit that people have that affects it the most that you see the most commonly? Um, I think in general, just a poor diet. And I see a lot of acid reflux and IBS mm-hmm. and oh, sorry, my own stomach's acting up. <laughs> And a lot of that is so affected by what they're eating. So whether it's mm. drinking alcohol too much, if it's um, having too much caffeine is mm. a huge problem mm. in terms of people with acid reflux. Um, fried foods, you know, a lot of meat that can really upset certain people's stomachs. And then I think stress management is a huge problem that I see because it affects our gut so directly. Um, and sleep, right? Sleep is huge as well. And that kind of also goes hand in hand with stress sometimes. But that I think that's one thing that just as a society, we haven't really focused on mastering. Um, and Would you say yoga. your gut is basically the boss of your body? Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. And I think everything emanates from your gut, right? Totally. A healthy gut means a healthy body. Totally. Mm-hmm. We call it the second brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of joke like it's a good time to be a gastroenterologist because we're learning more and more about how important mm-hmm. the gut is for your overall uh, yeah. functioning and I'm writing another book. You mentioned my first book yes, was a long time act. ago. <laughs> totally overdue for another one. Um, but what I'm writing about is really your gut health and how it affects every part of your body and what you should be doing to keep it in optimal shape. So yeah, we sure. can't wait to read that. Yeah. Yeah. When's that out? Well, I still have to write it. Yeah. <laughs> detail. I know detail. Now we're counting Huh? Now you said it out loud. Yes, so. exactly. You have to do it. I'm manifesting it. Yes. <laughs> All right. So we always wrap up by asking our guest three very challenging questions. Are you okay. ready for these? I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Coffee, tea, or matcha? <laughs> so honestly, I don't have any caffeine. Oh, wow. And it's people when they're like, how did you get through med school without caffeine? I just never got into the habit of caffeine. And I love sleep so much that I'm now paranoid about having caffeine. Because oh. I feel like, oh, if I have a little bit. But, but there's caffeine and chocolate. I will. Yeah, that's the only caffeine I mm-hmm. get. And I don't get it every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have just recently, in the last couple of months, started to have occasionally tea. So like I will tea. take tea. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, okay. No, even tea with a little caffeine. I've just Ooh. started doing that. I'm Ooh. living on the edge. Wow. Yeah. She's so bad. <laughs> Next week, she's going to start eating bacon. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Morning or evening workouts? Um, most of the time morning. And what is your favorite workout? So I'm pretty boring. I do the same thing almost every day, um, which is I have a gym in my building. Thank goodness. Oh, that's good. I, otherwise, I probably wouldn't be as motivated to go. Um, I just do the elliptical for I about... Yeah, because I feel like it's low impact and mm-hmm. for about 35 to 40 minutes. Um, and then I do some floor exercises, which are mostly abs and some leg work for another 15, 20 minutes. 
Such and you look idea. like yeah. amazing. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Thank you. But I do do it almost every day. So I'm pretty, it's like you said, non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. My kids understand. Everyone understands. Mm-hmm. Like when I got to go, I got to go. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to wrap this up with our karma call. Maya says it really, really a lot better than I do. Okay. But I am the yogi, so I get to talk yeah. about Sanskrit. And karma in Sanskrit means action. Yes. So what is an action that you would like to give to our listeners, our viewers? Yeah. One, one small habit or tweak that they could change or do every day that would make a difference? Um, no bacon? <laughs> no bacon. I would say, I'm sure you've heard it before, but I think it, it bears repeating, turning off all oh, yeah. devices at least 30 minutes before you go to sleep. And I think we're all guilty of not doing that a lot, mm-hmm. but I think it really helps your mind calm down, you unwind, and you get a better sleep, a more restful sleep. Um, so that's what I would recommend. Doing it, I do that. Yeah. You do it? I do do it. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, man, so many things I have to give up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Thank today. you. This is absolutely great. amazing. Yes. We loved having you. I appreciate yeah. being here. And Thank everybody you. at home, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and follow us at Off the Gram Podcast. Yay. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you. <laughs>